Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at City Field, the Marlins and the Mets wrapped up a four-game weekend series. These two have played a bunch over the course of the last couple of weeks. They will see one another once again at the end of the month in Miami. Anyway, yesterday, Sandy Alcantara versus Taiwan Walker. Just a real treat of a pitching matchup with the Big Apple. And with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, in 10 innings today, the Marlins beat the Mets 2 to nothing to earn a split of this four-game series. Baseball's a funny game. If you think about this from the Marlins' perspective, they're thinking right now, we could have won three out of four here. And if you look at it from the Mets' perspective, they're thinking, we could have swept this four-game series. But the teams go 2-2 two and two on the weekend. The Mets winning in resounding fashion, 10 nothing Thursday night. The Marlins a 5-2 win on Friday. In 10, the Mets 5-4 on Saturday. And in 10, the Marlins 2-0 here at City Field today. This is a terrific pitcher's duel all the way through. Taiwan Walker started for the Mets. Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins. Walker worked seven innings of three-hit shutout ball. He walked one, struck out seven through 99 pitches, 63 strikes. The Marlins threatened against him in the fourth inning, first and second. Nobody out, couldn't score. And they had first and second with nobody out in the seventh inning but couldn't score. Meanwhile, on the other side, Sandy Alcantara, seven scoreless innings, six hits, one walk, four strikeouts. Sandy threw 93 pitches, 62 strikes. The Mets put two men on against him with two outs in the fourth inning, couldn't score. They had the first two men reach on an error and a walk in the sixth inning but couldn't score. And after two were out in the seventh, they got back-to-back hits by Escobar and Guillaume, but again, they couldn't score. Sandy got Tomas Nito hit into a fielder's choice, ending that seventh-inning threat. And we went to the eighth. We went to the bullpens in this one, 0-0. Drew Smith got the top of the eighth for the Mets, set down the Marlins, seven, eight, nine men in order. In the bottom of the eighth, Anthony Bass out of the bullpen to face the top of the Mets lineup, and he got Brandon Nimmo to ground out to first. Mark Canada to bounce to second, but Francisco Lindor singled. That got Pete Alonzo up there with the go-ahead man at first base, but Alonzo a fly ball to left, and this game went to the ninth, scoreless. Edwin Diaz, the Mets closer, came on to face the top of the Marlins batting order, struck out Joey Wendell. He got John Birdie, who had been three for three, to ground to short, and then he struck out Garrett Cooper, and we proceeded to the last of the ninth in a scoreless affair. Richard Blyer got the bottom of the ninth here today, facing potentially two lefty hitters, the start of the inning, Jeff McNeil, the lefty, had a fly ball to left. They pinch hit for Dominic Smith with J.D. Davis, who reached on a throwing error by Joey Wendell. 
But Eduardo Escobar, the switch hitter, hit a fly ball to right. And lefty swinging Luis Guillorme grounded to second. So Blyer, a shutout ninth inning. That got us to the 10th, 0-0. In the 10th inning, the Mets brought Tommy Hunter on to pitch. The Marlins pinch ran for Garrett Cooper, who would have been the place runner at second base with Billy Hamilton. They went for the speed, and it was a good decision. Jesus Aguilar leading off the 10th inning with Hamilton at second base. The 1-2, there goes Hamilton. The pitch is a ball. The throw goes into left field. Hamilton's going to score, and the Marlins take a 1-0 lead. Nito airmailed that ball over Escobar. Hamilton with his third stolen base, and the E2 makes it 1-0 Miami. How about that? So the Marlins finally break the seal on this game, going up 1-0 in the 10th inning. Aguilar would strike out, but Jesus Sanchez singled. After Brian Anderson's strikeout, yet Sanchez at first base with two outs. Brian De La Cruz, a base hit into center field. Advancing runners to first and second. And looking for a big two-out hit. The Marlins turned to Luke Williams. 2-0 is a shot into center. A hit for Williams. Waved at third. Sanchez coming home. So's the throw. And it's not in time. Sanchez scores a huge two-out knock by Luke Williams. And it's 2-0 Marlins in the 10th. What a hit right there. What a clutch hit. Makes such a difference to be up by two instead of one going to the bottom of the 10th inning. You had the place runner at second base for the Mets. Luis Guillorme, Tanner Scott coming on to try to slam the door. He couldn't get it done in yesterday's game. Today, he strikes out Tomas Nito for the first out in the 10th inning. Nito, who had hit the game-tying RBI double against him in the 10th yesterday. Then... With the place runner, Guillaume at second base and one out, trying to protect a 2-0 lead. Scott faced the top of the order, Brandon Nimmo. And here it's a high drive, deep to right field. De La Cruz on the track at the wall, makes the catch right next to the 370 sign. His back against the fence, two outs in the 10th. Runner tags, Guillaume made a third. Gosh. And so the Marlins were not away, but Mark Canna walked, putting the tying man at first base, first and third, two down, and bringing the winning run to the plate for the Mets with two outs in the 10th in the person of Francisco Lindor, who has hit five homers and knocked in 14 against the Marlins so far this year. The 2-2, got him swinging! A third straight slider, and the Marlins earn a split in New York with a 10-inning, 2-0 victory over the Mets on this Sunday afternoon. So today, Scott gets it done, and the Marlins leave town 2-2. Two two. That's a great bounce back after what happened. It was indeed a great bounce back for the Marlins. Two runs, six hits, two errors, five men left for Miami. Marlins were one for seventh runners in scoring position in this game. For the Mets, no runs, seven hits, one error. They leave 10, going 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. Richard Blyer, who worked a scoreless bottom of the ninth, is the winning pitcher, 1-1. One one. Tommy Hunter takes the loss. He is 0-1. Tanner Scott with his 12th save of the year. This one took 2 hours, 57 minutes to complete. With the victory, the Marlins won 8 of 11, including 7 of their last 9 on the road. Miami improves to 41-43 and in this season, now 21-26. and away from Lone Depot Park. As for the Mets, they dropped to 53 and 33, 28 and 15 here at City Field. 
And with the Braves 3-3 with the Nationals in the bottom half of the 10th inning now, the Mets could be looking at just a one-and-a-half game lead in the division if the Braves are able to pull that ball game out. We'll keep an eye on that one as we soon turn our attention to the out-of-town scoreboard. But the Marlins get it done here by the final score of 2 to nothing in 10 innings for Miami. It's the fourth shutout victory of the season. They've had one in each of the first four months of the year. April 21st at home against the Cardinals, a 5 nothing win and a Pablo Lopez start. May 2nd in San Diego, an 8 nothing victory over the Padres and another Lopez start. June 2nd at home against the Giants, a 3 nothing win and a Sandia Contra start. And today in New York, a 2 nothing victory in 10 innings in another Sandy start. Alcantara, seven innings of six-hit shutout ball. Walked one, struck out four through 93 pitches, 62 strikes. He lowers his season rate to 1.73 with the no decision. But the Marlins get it done 2 nothing over the New York Mets. The Marlins and Nation are working together to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout this season, $25 donated to AutoNation's Drive Pick Initiative to support cancer research. Today, a total of six strikeouts. That's $150 for this season. 728 Ks, $18,200 from the Marlins to AutoNation's Drive Pink initiative. Well, the pitching matchup lived up to the billing. Luke Williams had a massive hit in the 10th. Billy Hamilton uh, manufactured a run at the top of the 10th. The Marlins beat the Mets by a final score of two to nothing. Before we hear from Billy Hamilton and Don Mattingly, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. Back with you on Marlins Rewind this morning. Let's hear from the speedy, speedy veteran Billy Hamilton after the Marlins 2-0 blanking of the Mets yesterday. Okay, Glenn, thank you. Billy, you've played this game for a long time, and you certainly understand the attributes that you possess, and one of them will be your speed. When you know you're going to pinch run in the 10th inning, talk to me first about your thought process in the dugout, knowing you're going to face Tommy Hunter before you even step onto the diamond. Oh, man, I, I, I got to give all the trainers credit, man. They, they give me loosening and keeping my legs loose and give me stretching out and everything because it's, it's kind of tough to do that job whenever you're sitting for like eight or nine innings and having to go out there and and know you got to steal a base, but you know you got to get a, on a score on the base hit, man. It's just something like I've been doing the last three years, so I'm kind of used to it. So the main thing is always keep your body ready because, like I said, you never know what situation you're going to come. Could have came in the ninth. It could have came in the 10th, but I had to be ready for it. I knew if we can get on third, uh, the faster you get on third, the easiest for all these guys to get a hit. I know you want to just not steal third and make the person out at third base, but when you get when you got like a, we got a good, really good chance, I take advantage of it. What's your process? You obviously don't take off on the first pitch of the at-bat. What are you looking for? What's your process out at second? I mean, I ain't going to say I, I, don't do, I don't do first pitch. I mean, it's just more how I feel, you know what I'm saying? Maybe one day I'll get to first pitch, but it's more just like me trying to scoop him out and not just run right into it out, make sure my legs are loose and trying to see what they're trying to do, trying to see who's covering the bags and who's trying to pick out. So the main process is to make sure who has the bag and, and, and where they go and, and who's pitching. So You've played on a bunch of teams throughout this league. Kind of funny you having here in Miami. What do you make of this ball club, Billy? Oh man, this, this, these guys are really, really good, man. It's fun to play with these guys, and like for me, I know my role. So then these guys are like keeping me up and keeping me going and everything. So I, so I, so I credit everybody who's in the title clubhouse, man. Because like I said, it's been fun for me since I've been over here. Like I said, the winning is, of course, is always great, but it's been around genuine guys like all these guys are, man. It makes it easier for me. Happy flight home. Thanks for the time, Happy Billy. Thank you. All right, Glenn. Billy Hamilton after the Marlins win yesterday, and as we wrap things up, let's hear from the skipper Don Mattingly. Uh, Donnie, how good did that one feel, especially after the way things uh, ended last night, just to see the guys be resilient and fight back? And uh, how important was it, of course, too, against the division leaders? Yeah, obviously an important game. We've been talking about it 
Uh, it's kind of every day now is important. Got to have that sense of urgency. You got to be able to turn the page from last night. Uh, I was glad we were able to do that. Obviously, third guy was good today. Sandy was good, and then we had a, you know, a little dog fight there at the end. Speaking of what went into the decision to put Bass over Sandy, was it a matter of protecting him there? Yeah, not necessarily. We, we thought it's tough. You know, he didn't really have a slider today. His, his, you know, Mel felt like he was a little lethargic. You know, his arm a little bit coming out. We feel like he had to battle all day. It was probably one of his best performances from the standpoint. It just wasn't clicking with all his stuff. We've seen games where his changeup's good, his slider's good, his four seems good. Uh, and then it's like lights out. And today he had to fight. He didn't have all his stuff today, but he, you know, I think him and Jake did a nice job of, of using his stuff and getting through it. That being said, uh, how good of a job did your relievers do, and how nice was it to be able to get Tanner back out there, especially after last night? No, it was good. You know, Tanner was actually good last night. Uh, other than the throw at the end, he was actually really good. So, uh, you know, Tanner's a guy that's been throwing the ball good for us. It is always good to get a guy back out there and let him, let him go compete again the next night. So uh, it was good. Specifically with the reliever plier, we haven't seen him in high leverage much, but to be able to get him out there and he gives you the shutdown nine, to see him do that, just what was it? How good was that to see? No, it was good. He threw a, he threw a nice inning the other day, uh, that first game. And then he's had a couple of those where he was starting. You could see his movement was getting back. He'd been doing some work in the bullpen. I kind of watched that where he's trying to get that, get back to that late movement. It's really what he was missing, that little, that little last two or three feet, that movement that comes late. And uh, he's been getting that. And today it was good. To, the spot was right for him. The, you know, they had the lefties sitting there with not a lot of guys on their bench. So uh, yeah, it gives us a good shot for them. You talk, about, yeah. you talk about speed kills. Can you talk about how much Billy Hamilton means? Oh, Billy's been great. You know, since we've, we've got him, we've been able to use him in that role of that, you know, he puts pressure on on the defense, no matter what it is. And you've kind of seen it yesterday. Uh, we've seen it today. Uh, he stole a bag back in Miami. That was a big bag. So, uh, you know, we're going to be able to use, you know, use him in that way. And uh, obviously he's, it's, he's really good at it. And be able to get the, the second run there, get the three singles. Luke Williams coming up with the clutch, the RBI single, to give you guys an insurance run as well to give a little bit of wiggle room. Yeah, that was a, that was a tough one. Um, that, that run is huge in an extra inning game with the guy starting at second because, one, you don't feel that comfortable, uh, a lot like last night. If you don't get that first guy out, he moves the runner, it, you know you don't feel great about getting out of that. But uh, when you get two, it just makes it a lot easier. You don't worry about that run. You just go get the hitters, uh, and just hopefully you're able to do that. How the hell is Mickey doing? I, I think okay. Uh, he came in before he, you know, he wanted a chance to play tomorrow, so we'll see where he's at tomorrow. Uh, he had that little neck stinger, uh, I don't know, a few games back, and that came back quickly. He was good the next day. Uh, we'll see. We'll see where he's at tomorrow, uh, and we'll go from there. Does that need to be his ball the whole way? It looked like him and Birdie were both looking up, yelling. You know, it's one of those that you want your outfielder to be aggressive, mm-hmm. and but Miggy seemed to be there. But if you don't hear, you don't. You know, the other guy, uh, it's it's one of those balls that you, you hope they don't collide like that. Miggy was there, looked like pretty easily, uh, but Burt's got his head up, and he's running. He's not looking to see where Miggy's at, and he's he's calling. Miggy doesn't hear him. He doesn't hear Miggy, so, you know, that's what you end up with. You guys got the win, but have chances early to be able to get runs in. It was two on and two on with no outs, two different situations, just to miss some of those opportunities to 
try to pat don't, don't be a buzzkill. I'm not trying to don't, be you. You are. Don't be a buzzkill. Just no. Uh, it's good to get a win. It's good to get a win. How good is it to split the series at least? Really good for us. So you know, yesterday we we feel like we should have won that game yesterday, uh, even though it. You know, we we just we made too many mistakes yesterday. So you feel like you walk out of here even, uh, but really thinking that you should have won three out of four. Um, but uh, again, I think you you take what you get. You got to play them each, you know, one at a time, and, and now we move on. Don Mattingly after the Marlins two nothing win over the Mets yesterday. Those two teams split that four game series up in New York tonight. At home in Miami, a 6:40 start against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Trevor Rogers will be on the mound for the Marlins. We'll hit the air at 6:10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.